Good morning, Steve Vines. I'm just going to press go today because I know good, where good you're morning. off to. 1975. <laughs> Isn't that where the um, <laughs> Carrie Lamb's new dream team comes from? <laughs> <I think that's laughs> you know, if we could do a drum roll, can we do a drum roll? Um, you know, and here we're introducing the new cabinet, which is. Um, Oh yes, the old cabinet. <laughs> yeah. Now, so there's one. No, no, no. We've got to be. We've got to be objective because <laughs> this right. is this is Radio Three. Yep. There is one new face. That's that's big. That's very big. And um, other than Carrie herself, it's it's uh, it's a it's a cabinet of all um, representing the entire community because it's a well known fact that there are no women in Hong Kong. No. So I think the fact <laughs> that she's appointed a single woman to be a policy secretary entirely reflects the place of women in, in society. Mm-hmm. So um, Sophia will be making the tea at, um, <laughs> at the executive uh, council meetings and also at, at other meetings. That's good. And, um, gosh, what else have we got? I, I mean, you, you know, everybody who's proved that they can't do the job has been got left the job. to do the job. <laughs> the, only, the only person who was vaguely popular in the... Um, the outgoing cabinet was secretary for <coughs> health, um, whose whose name I'm I'm about in my in my uh, um, that bloke. Yeah, that bloke. Um, of course, isn't in the lineup because Carrie's frightened that she'll overshadow him because she doesn't really want someone who's who's highly popular in there. And I mean, you know, honestly, what a shower! What a shower! Before we go too far down this road, we don't know how many people turned it down. We well, don't, I, I don't. No, we don't. We, there's two things we don't know. She may well have approached other people to join the club, and they said, "Nah, um, I've got a box set. I've got to finish watching." And of course, she may even. But but this also, we really don't know. She may even have put forward some other names which have been vetoed by the bosses in Beijing. I mean, they certainly do veto. Well. Certainly, they veto all of these decisions. Absolutely have... no secret this time. Yeah, they was don't it absolutely even... no secret last time? I don't think. Well, if it was, it was one of the poorliest, poorliest yeah. kept of secrets on the planet. So, I mean, it is possible she's she's got this sort of lone Democrat wandering into the uh, picture. Who, um, you know, good luck. It's not going to. I mean, we, the, the, <coughs> even Cy Lung had a lone Democrat. Also, we were told in the shape of Anthony Jung, although he kept that pretty quiet <laughs> during his time in office. So, I mean, you know, putting a single person from the other side of the fence on your side of the fence doesn't really um, make that much difference. Uh, whether Lo Chi Kong, the, the lone Democrat, is actually going to uh, do anything, I have no idea whatsoever. My, mm. my betting is that in this greyest of grey, unexciting, bureaucratically led group of what's-its, he'll fit in. I wonder what happens when they have parties and stuff. Anyway. Parties? Um, yeah. Parties? Yeah. Imagine a barbecue. What, you, mean, you mean a wild night exactly. out? <laughs> so um, Steve writes in and he says, um, ask him why there's no minority Hong Kong representation in Kerry Lam's new cabinet. Well, basically, pass. We don't know how much of this is circumstance, despite the fact that you're having fun. Well, you know, we, we, as you say, we don't know. Um, the, 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 I mean, of course, in Hong Kong, there is... Uh, an absolutely consistent record of having um, very few 
I mean, let alone minority. I mean, th- there is ethnic minorities in Hong Kong. <laughs> of course, we don't have them in. Well, we in are. Any... We're, we're one. <laughs> yeah, well, yes, that's true. <laughs> but we're not. We're not in government. <laughs> don't know why that is. I, I was actually waiting for a call from Carrie. The phone was not ringing off the hook. But hey, that's just me. And start so accepting maybe, other engagements. Maybe, <laughs> maybe I'm just bitter and twisted. But uh, no, seriously though, I mean that, that that that's never been on the cards. But but there are now more. Uh, sorry, there are now fewer women in the top jobs in Hong Kong than, than there ever have been. You know, you know, we used to have a chief secretary in the shape of Anson Chan, who, who was a woman. I think. We had a security secretary by the name of Regina somebody or other, who, who, who I believe is a woman. And they, they, they were much more in evidence before. But now we're going back to grey old men. Average age of the new cabinet apparently is 58.7. If I like the point seven, I mean, I'm in no position to be ageist myself, so I don't criticise them for that. In fact, they seem rather young to me at 58.7 on, on do you, average. Do you remember that episode of Yes Minister when he decides to appoint a, a woman as a permanent secretary? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. And he's absolutely gobsmacked that she says, no, stick it, I'm going to work for a bank. Yes, yes. <laughs> that was the wonderful Ellen LeBron, if Brilliant. I'm not mistaken. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> well, may, maybe, maybe it is the case that that she did approach various women maybe who, so, who, you see. who are just really sensible, and they said, "You must be joking. Getting into that monkey show is not something I'm <laughs> going to do." This sounds quite reasonable to me. Yeah, mind you, there is one woman who's who's apparently lurking on the sidelines, poised to become the um, oh, yeah. Under Secretary for Education. That's Christine Choi who is so universally loved by people in the education sector... Forget it, Christine, I'm sorry. <laughs> well, when she stood for election against Ipkin Yoon, who won, yeah. um, she got something like 18,000 votes and he got something like 46,000 votes. And they're saying, yeah, yeah, forget the election. We're still going to put you in office because uh, you're, our, you're our girl. So I, we, we expect to see her shortly being announced as being the Undersecretary for Education. That's the sector to watch here, isn't it? Because we've had... Well, stories of kids brainwashing and all sorts of stuff. Well, here we go. Yet again, I mean, in the all change, um, uh, what does she call it? Hang on, I've got to. I, I wrote it down because it was so ridiculous. I am China or something, isn't it? No, 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 no. Sorry. Well, what Carrie's calling this is the new style of governance. Yeah, the new style of governance. <laughs> Watch that BBC interview Watch- from the end. <laughs> yes. yes. Good evening. Here is our new style of governance. We we can reassure you that it will be done by all the same people who did the old style of government. So you can be very sure that it will be new. It's, it's, it's like that marvellous um, <laughs> Peter Sellers uh, comedy sketch where he has the politician saying, I, I consider existing conditions to be highly unlikely. Yeah. Uh, you know, <laughs> we're in that kind of world of total doublespeak and nonsense. Anyway, but in the middle of this, um, she gave an interview yesterday, where well, it was broadcast yesterday anyway, in which she said that one of her priorities... Take a deep breath, everybody, listener included. <laughs> One of her priorities is to get little kiddies, preschoolers in kindergartens, out there being brainwashed on the, um, you know, national education programme. So, you know, in kindergartens now, they, they will be playing ball, but of course it'll be Chinese balls, and they will be singing uh, patriotic songs, Do you really cetera, think... I mean, cetera. teachers aren't stupid. Headmasters and mistresses aren't well, stupid. you know, if they insist on doing this, I'm sure it will happen. And parents the, will take their kids the out. The question is, well, you know... And also, the question is... You know, they think that, that if you keep drumming the party line mm. into the heads of small children, they'll spew it out at the other end. Some of it will stick... 
but boy, are you going to breed a cynical generation of young people? I mean, don't guess. That's yeah, true. Look at the mainland. Look at the mainland, where indeed in kindergartens they are, you know, full of um, uh, brainwashing. But the net result among most young mainland people is that they're very, they're not, they're not vigorously this, that, or the other, but they are very, very cynical about everything. They really are. So if you want to produce a really cynical generation, go for it, Carrie. I mean, the, it's the law of unexpected um, um, outcomes. Mm. And the unexpected outcome, I mean, they think all you need to do is pu push the red flag and everybody will have, you know, red flag sandwiches for their tea. It just doesn't work out like that. But I, I, I'm not, you know... I still think it's objectionable in other ways as well. Well, it's interesting. A couple of things here. One is you, you know, ramming this stuff down a five-year-old's neck, and no, they're actually younger than well, five. Well, you know that. that no, no, very but young I mean kids. that's incredible, isn't it? They're actually younger than five. There's no guarantee. Whatever anybody says, that by the time these kids grow up, the Communist Party will even exist. Well, yeah, there is that. Logic there says is, that there's there, no guarantee. There is that. I mean, you, you, you know that wonderful, wonderful film. Um, uh, I'm trying to um, remember the title, but it's about East Germany, after, after East Germany, where 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 they 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 create this world as if the old East Germany still exists for the mother of this family. Oh yeah, and they sort of recreate everything, you know, including the food shortages, the rationings, the one-channel radio, etc. And it, it's all these kids sort of wandering around um, in 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 the new United Germany. Trying to live in the past. Well, you, if anybody knows what it's called, do let do, us know. Do let us know because um, I, I'm struggling. It's a very good film, and I highly recommend it. <laughs> Back to the kindergarten thing here, Steve. The, the one bunch of people we haven't really talked about are the kids themselves. Yeah. Now, you remember when you were three, four, five, yeah. you had like religious education jammed in, into you. And, I didn't actually. Well, I mean, if you yeah. know, go to a, but the thing no, no. Is, if you went to a church school, no, you would have. Yeah, well, but you, even you know I, more about that than I do. Yeah, but even I remember you. Kids don't take in stuff that they don't find interesting. It's That's just like true. they're, you know, they just don't. That's true. I mean, I, I, I'm maybe I've got amnesia about this as I have about all sorts of things, but I remember going through. I mean, I, I'm a state educated person. I, I only went to, to state school, so I. Yeah, me too. <laughs> or or uh, anyway, um, <laughs> approved but, but, school. <laughs> some of them were approved, yeah. Um, and I honestly don't remember a great deal of of propaganda about anything. No. Um, but nonetheless, nonetheless. I mean, I didn't come out of school as a sort of teenager, you know, bursting to uh, um, defy everything on the planet, except my parents. You were raising Marxist, though, or yeah, something, yeah, weren't yeah. you? Yeah, well, that, that's normal, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> the fact of the matter is that, you know, you, you found that the people who were most violently against the, and I'm putting air brackets up here, uh, air quote marks, sorry, against the system were people who had gone through, particularly the indoctrination of the church schools. Yeah, yeah. It's very interesting. And also, this will be done in, I mean, I'm assuming, there's no way you can dress up this stuff and make it hey-ho fun. Uh, it, it, it's, <laughs> well, you know what I mean? Well, It's I, very I, serious matter, this. It, I know. don't know how they're going to do it. I mean, you know, if they're really just going to import lock, stock and barrel the mainland uh, system of indoctrination of children into Hong Kong, I can more or less guarantee that is going to backfire. First of all, the teachers aren't going to know how to handle that. Secondly, the parents won't like it. And the kids themselves will go, Mummy, Mummy, why are we looking at pictures of um, Xi Jinping in our 
textbooks. I want to see somebody else. Yeah, exactly. Don't they do this? They do do this kind of stuff in America in small. I mean, they have what do they call it? Uh, civics or yeah, uh, yeah, they do. So it's not I, just no, these no, guys. no. I mean, it, it is. It is in the DNA of most governments to try and want to indoctrinate the children. And it's the societies that are most creative and most free that say, we're not going to bother with any of that. You know, also, we've had over the past couple of weeks some big weeks from Beijing all going off about independence and stuff like this. Now, five generations apparently have been corrupted by colonial rule. I just Brain, want, brainwashed whatever. was the word. Uh, I just this want to is Joe Nan, the very lovely, fun-loving Joe Nan, who used to run the um, New China News Agency here. That's lovely right. fella. Well, lovely I'll fella. tell you what, those five generations of brainwashing did uh, recuse them from the Great Leap Forward and the Cultural yeah, Revolution. Yeah. Just that small issue. There is that. I mean, you know, I mean, you look at Hong Kong. Hong Kong's education system, like many things in Hong Kong, is a bit weird because a lot of the best schools are indeed uh, church schools. It's a well-known fact that, that they have very high standards of um, teaching. But they also have very high standards of brainwashing. But I know a lot of people who've been through the church school system in Hong Kong. Yep. And I can tell you that that propaganda has been entirely and wholly effective because all of them will not step into a church. <laughs> <All in> jail. <laughs> it's quite true, though. I mean, I went to a heavy-duty sort of Christian school when I was yeah. a little kid. Forget about it yeah. thereafter. Let's go to a quick email from Colin before we go for our break. Any chance of the new shower adopting car-sharing apps like Uber, he says, I doubt it. Too many old friends with taxi licences. Yeah, too many old friends with taxi licences. And the word new appears in that (laughs) sentence somewhere. And remember, these are the greyest of grey bureaucrats who we're talking about who are going to be at the helm. Innovation. (laughs) Please, give me a break. Yeah, what has happened in that department? Apart oh, well, from the same guy's running. The same guy, Nicholas Yang, absolute genius. Uh, 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 I mean, he's the Stephen Jobs of our time. <laughs> Stephen Jobs. <laughs> but, I mean, curious, what, what, you know, they like, like talking about innovation and... Well, they, what, what, what they usually mean when they talk about innovation is build a big new building uh, and put lots of people in it, or build a hub. Build a hub. Indian summer. Still in with Steve Vines, and we have some co-respondents here, Steve. We have. Can, um, I, can I just pick you up on, on. The, the, uh, the one from Colin about Uber? Uh, is it pretty much, are we in agreement that um, there are friends in the taxi business, hence Uber getting frozen out, or is it far more complicated than that, do you think? I think that's certainly part of it. I mean, that's really- the, the, it, it, it's not the poor old taxi drivers, it's the people who own these licences, these cartels. Who, who've bought up because they cost an absolute fortune these licenses mm. it's a big form of investment and of course you know it's a gravy train that nobody wants to uh, abandon there are tons of horror stories but we mustn't forget that when you you know when you get a good bloke he's great yeah people don't mention that i know i know anyway let's move but on to you go we, first we, we, are, we will be moving on off this but uh, moving on off this god <laughs> i've got to learn a bit of english um but we, we, just before we, we depart that subject, we've got an um, email from, from Alan who says, I think Carrie, like CY, doesn't really expect to make us all love China. It's only about scoring points with Beijing. I think he's got a lot... He's, he's, he's got a point there. It's actually a bonus that people protest against it. Then all the opposition can be branded as unpatriotic, controlled by the CIA, etc., etc. And they can get more points because they go around cracking down on these protests. All this is making me fully despair, truly despair of Hong Kong's future. 
10 years, he's talking about the film, is coming ahead of schedule. Mm. I'm glad my daughter, who's born here but half Chinese, has an Australian passport and won't have to live under this regime. Well, that's a bit sad. It is, really. Yeah. But oh, also, I mean, he brings up the thing about, uh, you know, the parents. What Can they yank their kid from doing this stuff? Well, yeah, I mean, you know, they... as, as we've seen over previous attempts at forcing national education on <coughs> school children here, parents do have a view, and it's expressed quite uh, vigorously. Mm. One more here from Steve, another Steve. Oh. He, he said, ask Steve <laughs> as well why the, the news, our news, just said the relations between LegCo and the government deteriorated last year. He says, LegCo is as much the government as the executive. They make it sound like LegCo is not government, but a rebel group opposing the government. Well, technically it's not, but get your point. Well, technically and, and in practice, because, of course, LegCo doesn't have much power. I mean, the whole system in Hong Kong is to give the executive all power. I mean, remember, as a legislator, you can't even initiate legislation without the permission of the chief executive. In the committees that look into... Uh, these are the committees that are supposed to carry out the job of, uh, of uh, providing, you know, surveillance or whatever you want to call it, a watchdog over the government's activities, their powers of summoning witnesses and demanding people disclose information to them are very, very minimal. So I'm not quite sure that it is the same thing as the government. I mean, the, 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 the executive is the all-powerful I arm. think his point was the us-and-them vibe that's doing oh, I, it. I understand that bit of it, but I'm just saying, you know, the reality of the relationship is that the, the, the executive actually has all the levers of power, and the legislature really only has blocking powers. And then they say, oh, my God, all they do is block things. Well, actually, they don't have power to do anything else. I mean, there's a classic example of this in, in CY's last and frenetic attempts to get things done, you know, in the couple of days before he's uh, ejected out of office. And, and incidentally, in the couple of days, he's actually in Hong Kong, because as we know, he's barely ever here. He's up across the border. Nice. You know, he's put forward to the Finance Committee a whole raft of stuff. And the legislators said, look, We'll clear all of this, we'll clear the bulk of it, but don't put the highly controversial stuff at the top of the agenda. Get all, Why don't you get Just all the other man. stuff, you know, dealt with? And what does CY go? No, I want the fight. Well, I want the, I, the fight is better than the result. The MPF thing cracks me up. I mean, wasn't this kind of promised or whatever ages ago? No, not really. The no. offset, the only, offsetting... only since 2003. <laughs> okay, well, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Anyway, uh, Helmut, good morning. He says... Dear guys, I think the movie about East Germany is called Goodbye Lenin. Oh, yes, it well is. Well done, Helmut. Thank you, Helmut. Yeah. Um, I appreciate that. It's a great film. So, so let's get back to um, the most odious, evil, evil. and... Um, I can't think of another adjective. <laughs> Bring your own you adjective. Can, yes, I know, I can't say that on air. <laughs> department of the Hong Kong bureaucracy. It's called the Food Environment Hygiene Department. Now, these are the people who, who sent out six officers to persecute Ms Chan, who was involved in the major criminal activity, and we're talking as major as it gets, of accepting one dollar for some used cardboard that she'd picked up off the street From a domestic helper, who I'm from, surprised didn't get domestic, deported. Yeah, well, hey, uh, let's, let's see if that can happen. Yeah. So the, these were the people who did that. They're also the heroes of of fining um, a 71-year-old cleaner $15,000 for dumping water um, 
illegally. Mm. Um, on both cases, you know, finally grown-ups got into the room and said, you know, boys, you know, spend your day doing something. Well, they didn't, of course, say this, but this is what I'm saying. Spend your day trying to do something vaguely useful. And the prosecutions were dropped. Now, the latest thing we hear today, and I mean, this one kind of, it makes your flesh crawl because it's so vile, yet the bureaucrats are proud to have done it. So there, there was a, there's a tragic case of a, of a couple whose baby miscarried and they, I would have thought, entirely understandably said, well, you know, that's bad enough. Can we please have the fetus? So we can, you know, give, give the unborn baby a, a burial. And the, the, the bureaucrats said, oh, no, 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 we've classified that as chemical waste. We can't give the fetus to you. I mean... Can you imagine somebody actually sitting there saying that? I can't even imagine how any of them could do this. Yet they did. There's been a long-running row which has ended, thank goodness, in some high-level intervention from the Catholic Church <coughs> who want to help the parents bury, bury this fetus. And they were finally deigned to release it. But, you know, you ask yourself... Why did they try and resist it? What is wrong with these people? The rule book. The rule book says, indeed, the rule book says, the rule book says you must go out uh, 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 and find errant, errant grannies who are picking up cardboard. The rule book says you must go, as I know, living in Sai Kung, you must go endlessly round restaurants looking for tables outside the door when they shouldn't be there. I mean, this department... Someone needs to get a grip on it. They are way out of control. Now, is it the fault of the clipboard-wielding bureaucrats who, 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 who stamp the streets? Actually, some of them seem to take un quite unnecessary pleasure... Traffic wardens in there. <coughs> ...in doing out their jobs. But, but what is it about mm -hmm. the people at the top of the FEHD? I mean, are they really... Well, yes, they are, obviously. I was going to say, are they really so bureaucratically small-minded, petty-minded and uncaring, lacking about a little ounce of humanity in any bone? Actually, <laughs> yes, mm. all of the above. So, you know, if, if the new dream team, which, um, yeah, which Carrie Lamb is <coughs> heading to introduce, uh, um, I keep forgetting what she's calling it, a new style of governance, wants to start somewhere, mm. why not put at the top of your list root and branch reform of the food environment hygiene department food and environmental hygiene department mm. boy do they need root and, root and branch reform today would be a little too late tomorrow is very too late i wonder if they actually legalized <coughs> granny's doing the cardboard business if the if the garbage situation would actually get a whole lot better very quickly yeah i mean what are they doing i mean other than the fact that they're scraping a pittance exactly. of a living they're recycling. I thought recycling was good. Last time I read a government website, recycling, I saw it there. It was good. Um, you know, the fact that they're earning, you know, sometimes as much as a dollar, I find as appalling as anybody else does, but not for the same reasons as the FEHD bureaucrats. I mean, the idea that this lady feels that, that she retains her dignity not by getting handouts from public money but by working into her very old age tells you something about the determination and the self-reliance of, of of old people in hong kong and the utter 
utter lack of humanity shown by the bureaucracy is it's just mind-boggling. Yet, you know, she's not alone. I mean, if this was an isolated case, you go, oh boy, that's a bit odd. But, but as various legislators who've looked into this have found, actually there's quite a lot of these cases around. <coughs> And and you know and they 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 they're actually they actually get people stomping the streets looking for elderly people with their carts collecting cardboard. Boy, I feel so proud that my taxpayer's dollar is being spent on that. 